I'm Laura Tremaine, and I have 10 things to tell you. And you have 10 things to tell. This show is about connection with each other and with ourselves. And the hope is that the things we talk about here will be fuel for better conversations and a personal awareness. Each episode has a prompt or a topic that I want you to take to your journal, text to a friend, or share on social media using the hashtag 10 things to tell you. This is a show about digging deeper and sharing our stuff. I'll go first. Over the next few months, in celebration of the launch of my new book, The Life Council, 10 Friends Every Woman Needs, we are continuing my Friendship Stories series. As a reminder, last year when I was writing The Life Council, I did dozens of interviews as part of my research with people who had unique friendship stories. I'm featuring some of these stories over the next few weeks as we lead up to The Life Council's release. Today's guest, Sarah, has an incredibly unique friendship story. She recently reunited through letters with her childhood pen pal. The two wrote hundreds of letters to each other as children, but lost touch once they left home for college. A serendipitous mutual connection gave Sarah the chance to reach out again, you have to hear this story, and the two resumed their friendship the same way it had started, through letters. I loved Sarah's story so much, and I especially love the unique way they've connected all these years through pen and paper and the U.S. Postal Service. They are such a good example of how friendship can be fostered and maintained in all different ways while still bringing all the life-giving goodness that true friendship offers. I write so much about friendship in The Life Council. That's the whole point of the book. You can pre-order The Life Council in hardcover, paperback, ebook, or audiobook by going to thelifecouncilbook.com. I have some amazing pre-order bonuses, including an audio podcast series called The Secret Tapes, which features conversations with my real-life Life Council friends that I write about in the book. You do not want to miss these. They're so many amazing moments happening in the secret tapes. Those who pre-order can also attend a special Zoom book club with me to discuss the Life Council and its themes after the book comes out in April. Pre-order the Life Council from your favorite retailer online or in person and save the confirmation number or order number. To claim your pre-order bonuses, you're going to take that proof of purchase order number to thelifecouncilbookbonuses.com and fill out the form. Again, to take advantage of the pre-order bonus podcast series and exclusive book club, you're going to go to thelifecouncilbookbonuses.com. All of this is in the show notes and show description, as always. The Life Council comes out April 4th and covers a wide range of friends and friendship issues, like this one today with Sarah about her pen pal. I will let my guest start by introducing herself. My name is Sarah, and I am a mom of three kids. They are 8, 10, and 12. And I'm married to my husband, Ryan, who is their principal at their elementary school. And I spend my days, I help run a women's and children's Bible study. I put a lot of time into that. And then I also am an interior designer, and I help people with their homes. Yeah, it's so interesting that your husband is the principal at their school. That's fun. And our kids are the same age, but you have an extra one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, tell me a little bit about your friendship story. And let's go all the way back to the beginning, like at the very beginning. Just tell me, and I might interject with questions. Okay, sounds good. Well, when I was a little girl, I got this magazine, and there was a place you could request to have a pen pal. 
And so I wrote in and I said, give me a pen pail. And they assigned me to this girl named Grace who lived in New Jersey. And I was in Michigan. And I think I was about 11 years old. And so we faithfully wrote letters back and forth from New Jersey to uh, Lansing, Michigan for all the way through high school. And I think over those years, we wrote about 100 letters back and forth to each other. So we would just, you know, write about pets and boys and siblings and our parents and school and summer vacation and all these things. And I think looking back at it, it was a way for me to use my creativity too. Like I would would decorate the envelopes to each other. And it was just like this special safe place where I could kind of experiment with my artistic side. So she was a year ahead of me in school, Grace was. So she went off to college at Stanford and I was a senior in high school and we just totally drifted apart and we just lost touch. Then Wait, let me ask about the letters. Did you really like tell each other secrets? Like, were you going back and forth? Obviously you're going back and forth letters, but like, I'm trying to sort of understand like, were they like pages and pages long or were they just sort of check-ins with art on them? Like, what was it like? They were very much back and forth, like asking questions, but kind of like a running joke was we were always, because we were little kids. We were like, wait, what's your birthday again? Like we could never remember each other's birthday, but yeah, it was a lot of back and forth. It was a lot of not super deep. I don't think at that age, we knew how to go super deep in our feelings. We were still kind of discovering who we were, but enough of a foundation of like mentioning our closest friends and family members and the events of life and school. And so it was a lot of back and forth though, and um, sharing of, of real stuff. Yeah, totally. Okay. And so all the way through her going to college, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then what? Okay. So then just, you know, radio silence for like 15 years and we lost touch, but she, it, that had been so formative to me to have her in my life that I would still refer to her as my pen pale grace. Whenever I would be, you know, come up in conversation with my husband or a friend or telling my kids about it. And I just couldn't shake her, you know, like she was such a part of my life. And I was sad that I'd lost touch with her, like totally gone. I'm sure that you wondered, you know, what had happened in her life or whatever. Did you Google her? Did you start to search for her on social media? Well, I'm kind of unusual in that I'm not on social media. I just, I'm a very private person. And so I'm not, I've never been on Facebook. I'm not on Instagram. So I didn't ever look her up. No, I just, I don't know. It didn't occur to me sort of. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, nowadays I think it would more so, but you know, I was, you know, you know, my early twenties and just like career and getting married and then flash forward to, it was 2014 and I was on a family vacation uh, in South Haven, Michigan. And I got this email from a friend saying she was a friend from Chicago who I'd met at summer camp. We were very good friends and we kept in touch all these years since high school. And she was just sending out a group email to a bunch of her friends to update us on a move she was going to be making across the country. And she had a blind copy. She had showed everybody's addresses on this list. And one of them was my pen pal's name. And my pen pal has a pretty unusual last name. So I got in touch with my friend and I said, Hey, is there any way that this grace on your list is my pen pal from, she's from New Jersey. She had a sister named this and she, this was her street. And she's like, I'll, I'll check. So she inquired to grace and she's like, yeah, that's her. And so she's like, here's wait, how did she know grace? Okay. So the two of them had interned together. Grace was in law school and interning at the international justice Michigan mission in Washington, DC. And my friend was interning there also. So it was just like a three or four month intern stint and they connected. But like they connected enough that clearly years later, when she's sending out a mass email about, 
hey, change of address or whatever, that she was on that email. Yeah. So those two connected as dear friends and they're still in touch now too. Yeah. That is fascinating. I wonder if there's something about grace that like (laughs) people connect to, (laughs) you know, I don't know. Anyway. Okay. So then go on. What happened? Okay. So then I was thinking, cause you know, in this day and age, people move on. I was like, oh, I, I'm a very loyal friend. And so I was like, oh, I would love to get back in touch with her and have her be my person. But I was like, oh, no pressure. Like if I don't want to call or text her because that just wouldn't feel right. I'm like, we've always kept in touch over snail mail. So I'm going to just, I wrote her a letter and was kind of like, Hey, <laughs> it's me, Sarah. <laughs> like, wait, did you get, you got her physical address from the mutual friend? Yes. Yes. Oh my God. This is like, this is like a, a rom-com of friendship, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. I okay. Know. So you, so you did not email, you did not use her email address to get in touch. You, the first contact was you snail mailed her. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why this makes me want to cry for some reason. Okay. Was it like, I have to know this is annoying, but I'm going to ask, is it, was it like, what stationary did you use? Oh, that's a great question. We always, and I, I'm very intentional in everything I do. So I'm sure whatever I chose, I did it on purpose, but I do not remember now what it was. But, but was it, was it like a, just a short card? Like, hi, do you remember me before you go deep? Or was it like, you were like, here's my whole life. I didn't go total details, but I was like, Hey, I'm in this. So I did share some with her. I'm like, not super, super deep. Cause yeah, I don't know if I was going to be rejected and ignored, but somewhat, you know, I, it was, I think it was a good page or two letter, you know? And yeah, in that letter, I included all the letters she had ever sent me. Cause I had saved them. And I was like, here, this is Wait, you of- sent a package back. Yeah. But, oh no, but then you wouldn't have them. Yeah. I know, but I was just like, it's so much about her life. And when she got a B plus on her biology exam and her big sister. And so I was like, this is kind of a gift I want to give you of your childhood, like kind of like a diary sort of. That's true. And so I knew it was a gamble. I know. I felt like this was momentous too. So I was just like, I want to do this right. So I sent it to her, not knowing if I'd hear back from her. Well, quickly via snail mail, as quick as that can be, you know, a week or two later, I heard back from her and she was like, so thrilled and amazed to be back in touch with me. And she said to me, I have all your letters too. Like I've saved them all. And we had never said to each other, oh, I'm saving every letter. But we were just like sentimental people. So she's like, when next time I go to my parents' house, I'm going to dig through and find them and I'll mail them to you. So just since then, that was eight years ago. And she did send me all my letters. So now I have my own letters. I've saved those now. Yeah, now we've been back in touch and it's been really neat. Like, so we have just written email sometimes because it's just so much faster to type than to um, handwrite. But sometimes we handwrite letters back and forth. And truly, I just feel like her friendship came back to me at a time when I really needed a friend. And I just felt like it was a miracle, like a gift from God. Here's this friend that you know each other's basics and you know each other back before you were established as grownups and you are accepted by each other. You don't have to put on pretenses. And so I've just felt so safe to be myself with her and real and transparent. And she's done the same with me. Like, so I feel like we are able to share things with each other that we might not be able to share with people who are in our everyday lives sometimes. I have so many questions. Okay. (laughs) So do you feel like as adults corresponding, do you go deep? Now we do certainly. Yeah. And then another thing that you said that I want to highlight that you said it earlier in your submission was you still never met, right? Correct. We have not. Have you heard each other's voice? Actually, yes, because one time back in the nineties or whatever, we sent to each other like a cassette tape that had 
I don't even know, like me talking to her and her talking to me on it. So like, I have that in a drawer right over here and I haven't found a cassette player to listen to it on. But besides that, like no live interaction, no. Still, like right now, even since 2014, you haven't Zoomed or FaceTimed or called or no anything. No. I mean, obviously you guys are making that choice. Like you, you want to keep it written. Well, I, I'm saying now I would love to meet her like not, but we're both, we both have we got two little girls. I've got three kids. I don't know. Life seems so hectic and so, for various reasons within our lives that, but I certainly would love to meet her. And I think she feels, this, I know she feels the same way. She's always saying, yeah, come visit. And I'm always like, okay, I will. And I just haven't made it happen yet. I also wonder like, there must be a personality type at play here because you mentioned that you're very intentional, but you know, like 11 year old kids, even 18 year old kids, even 32 year old people like can be flaky and just life can go by and like writing a letter or even a lengthy email, like it sort of takes a lot of thoughtfulness that sometimes we don't make time for. So the fact that Y'all have done that when you were young people, especially like really makes an impression on me because young people don't have any context for maybe even how special that is as a personality type. That's what I mean. You know, kids are like flaky, you know? Right. right. Yeah. So like the fact that you were sharing yourselves consistently all that time, like, do you think, and, or have y'all discussed that there is like something similar in your personalities that wants to connect in this particular way? Oh, that's a great question. I remember one time I asked her, are you like an introvert or an extrovert? And um, she said, I'm an ambivert. And so sometimes when she'll answer like that, I'll think I want to know more. But again, when you're writing letters, you can't quite nail it down. You know, I don't know. I mean, I think our career paths are quite different. I don't think we would be really similar, but we must have that like loyalty bent in us or the thoughtfulness bent. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. Do you share... Uh, you mentioned that you do Bible studies and things like that. Do you share like a faith background, a spiritual background that also like provides a backdrop to whatever you're writing about? I think so. We're both Christians, but what I love about it is I think we both have kind of different denominational backgrounds and different experiences within the faith. And so I think between us, we even have a safe space to be like, like, where are you at with God right now? Like, do you find him truly faithful or do you really believe this? And it's just a safe space to talk it out. And I was able to recently share with her, like, I do believe because even through the hard, if I don't believe in him, what else do I have? And so I just, I love that we can be safe to question things and talk it out. And at different phases, when one of us is going through a hard thing or through a time of things going well, like we can back and forth, encourage each other in that. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, this is, it's like a movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's that Netflix movie called Twinsters about those twins separated at birth. I don't know if you've seen that. And um, seen it. it's really good. And I said, when I saw it, I said, Grace, this is like you and me. We aren't necessarily twins separated at birth, but like, it kind of feels like that. <laughs> In the digital age, since now you do email a little bit sometimes, do you share pictures? Yeah, a little bit. Not a ton, but a little bit. Yeah. I'm just so fascinated that it really is primarily written. I'm like a writer and I'm fascinated by this, like, (laughs) because there's so many ways to connect and express yourself and show up, you know, now we have social media, which I know you don't do, but just like instant, you know, you could text pictures if you wanted, like it would be like an instant, but that you guys are really sticking to this 
one way of communication, it kind of keeps it pure. I mean, that's kind of a weird word, but like it, there's just, it doesn't muddy the waters. It like is, is kind of one consistent, consistent is maybe a better word. That's how you know one another. Like, I almost wonder if it would be jarring. I want you to meet because I want you to meet because that's the end of the movie, right? But I wonder if it would be jarring almost to hear a person talk something through when you're used to them having written it and like edited it and really expressed the way you want it to. And then I don't know if it would be different to be like, oh, it's kind of throwing me off to like hear you talk. (laughs) Yeah, it really might. Yeah. Oh, I think this is such a good story. So what do you envision for the future of this friendship? Do you just see yourselves writing forever? Do you think you will probably meet? What do you see for the future? Well, I certainly hope we're friends for life. And I am hopeful that we'll be able to meet in the next decade. (laughs) We're both around 40 years old. And I just think that's a time of where you're like figuring out who you are as an adult and you're kind of piecing together your childhood and who you want to become and who you are and taking those steps. And so because we like lived our childhoods together, sort of in a way, and then also we have like, Hey, this is my life right now, but then trying to reconcile all that. And like, where do I, if I am like, say I'm really a stressed person right now, do I want to be that person by my late forties or do I want to be more even keeled, you know, and just having these goals and hopes and aspirations so that I am very grateful for both of us working through that kind of stuff. And not that it's like a giant counseling session, but just sharing with each other things that we're learning and wanting to grow in and that safe space again, to be curious. So, and then when one of us goes through something hard, just knowing you're not in and alone, like certainly I have friends locally who also are in this with me, but like knowing, oh, there's someone in Washington DC who has been thinking of me and supporting me in this. And I think the distance brings kind of a perspective, you know? And I think a lot of the times in life when I get all riled up, just having perspective helps. And so the distance like between us physically, but also that when you write a letter, it takes like a week or two to get back and forth. It gives you time to think about things and gain some perspective. So I just really value that. Yeah, it's huge in my life. Do you have any other, I mean, I think I know the answer to this, but do you have any other friends that are like this? Like, (laughs) do you have any other friends that you communicate with solely? No, no, no. No, totally weird. I know it's It's not weird. It's, I mean, it is kind of weird, but it's like special weird. It's like, this just doesn't happen in 2022 where we're so used to instant gratification. Yeah. When we're so used to getting a quick text back, a quick answer back, writing a letter or even a long email is a dying art, honestly. And I, encourage, I always encourage people to journal. I don't really encourage people to letter write, but because I think this is like a way of documentation that I think is really important because like you said about the childhood letters that you guys kept for one another, it's like documenting your story. This will be true for your adult letters too. Eventually you'll look back and be like, oh wow. Like I wrote all the way through that really hard time. And you know, when you're older, how you, when you look back in hindsight, you think about things differently, but to, to read your younger self processing it, Yes, it's fascinating. Exactly. It, it is fascinating. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, I love it so much. Do you think, because you have kids that are around this age-ish, do you think that this could happen now? Like if your 12-year-old was like, I'll have a pen pal. <laughs> wow. I can't imagine it. I can't imagine like anybody sticking with it like this, you know, like you're saying, but I do encourage my daughter to write letters. Like she writes letters to a friend who lives on the other side of the state, but they see each other in the summertime, you know, but 
in this total scenario, I feel like this is a one of a kind story. Like, I don't feel like it could happen again. I agree. I think it's a one of a kind story. <laughs> and I am so honored that you shared it with me. So thank you so much, Sarah. This was like, I'm going to be thinking about this all day because it is like, can we make this into a movie? <laughs> That's how good it is. So thank you again for sharing your story. I hope that I am able to share it with the world soon because it's You're amazing. Welcome. Thank you so much. This was part of my new series of episodes that I will be sprinkling in over the next few months called The Friendship Stories. I conducted dozens of interviews, literally hours of audio, talking to women about their friendships as part of my research for my new book, The Life Council, 10 Friends Every Woman Needs, which comes out this April. The Life Council will be available in hardcover, paperback, ebook, and audio. So pre-order today so that you will receive all of my bonuses that I will be announcing soon. To learn more, go to thelifecouncilbook.com. You've just listened to an episode of the 10 Things to Tell You podcast. For show notes and links, go to 10thingstotellyou.com. Make sure you're following us on Facebook and Instagram at 10 Things to Tell You. And you can also join our free connection group on Facebook to discuss episodes and topics. For bonus content, ad-free episodes, and monthly Zoom gatherings with me, join my Secret Stuff Patreon community by going to 10thingstotellyou.com slash secret stuff. Thanks for listening.